Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Welcome, everyone. Where we discuss the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it relates to pop culture, movies, TV, the world around us. And I am, you are... Lauren Taylor. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. And Lauren Taylor, you are very suntan. I know. And you rightfully gave me a reminder that I should wear sunscreen. You should wear sunscreen. I know. So what are we doing today? What are we talking about? Who are we? What are we? We are Are Gross Anatomy, as you already said, and we are live. We're live, yeah. And we got a question that I can't answer. Right. But I'm going to let you answer it. Okay. Why did Uh, we get a question? We got a question because we posted um, a surgery that you had done. Oh, right. And they were interested in it, and then they wanted to know more about... They wanted you to discuss fecal transfer as a possible cure for C. death. Right. And... What the heck is that, right? It means nothing to me. Yeah, so that was a surgery that we did a couple of weeks ago. That was what, you know, some people go out on a Thursday night and hang with their friends. I was stuck here in the hospital removing an entire colon. Uh, the patient had a toxic megacolon, which is just a fancy word for their colon got crazily infected by this bacteria um, causing it. Um, everybody, not everybody, but a large part of the population it's normal to have this particular bacteria in their colon living there normally just balanced with the good bacteria and the bad bacteria and you have the right ratios and you're fine. Some people, for whatever reason, maybe usually it's antibiotic use um, for whatever, um, those antibiotics, in addition to fighting off the infection that you're taking the antibiotics for, it screws up your normal balance of your colon's uh, bacteria. And what happens is is the bad guys could rise up and cause trouble. But what happens is that bacteria produces a spore. The spore then goes on to cause the colon to get very sick, uh, inflamed, and then possibly get so bad that it dies or ruptures or gets so infected. And if it becomes too late, the colon has to be removed. If you catch it early enough, it could be treated, believe it or not, with other antibiotics Um, And usually antibiotics by mouth, oral antibiotics, or certain intravenous antibiotics usually can treat this this particular bacteria that short form is called C. diff, long form is Clostridium difficile. Um, is, is the long form form firm, the long form name <laughs> of the bacteria. Um, so usually it can be treated with these other antibiotics, often long term. But sometimes it can't. Sometimes that, that C. diff is just so evil and angry and nasty and it won't go away or it keeps coming back uh, after a treatment. And then the question is, what do you do? Because it, it could range from mild and the, the illness typically starts with a diarrheal illness. It produces severe diarrhea and then it could get so bad that it could kill you. Um, and, but what do you do for the ones that just aren't getting better? And oddly enough, doctors... Um, have somehow come up with the crazy idea to, and I think it, to transplant normal poop, normal stool that has the right ratio of the bacteria and put it in there, put it in the people's colon, transplanting it into the sick person's colon. So you take a normal poop that's tested to make sure you don't have any bacteria, you know, weird parasites, no cancers, Mm. and you take that poop and somehow you transplant it into the sick person's colon. And the thinking is kind of like, I think, yogurt 
and um, what is it called when you take yogurt? Uh, probiotics. There's the word, probiotics. I couldn't okay. come up with probiotics. So the whole thinking about probiotics and taking when you're taking back, um, antibiotics. So it's the same kind of principle. You know, the whole pro probiotic thing is to help normalize our normal gastrointestinal milieu is the fancy word, you know, whatever's growing and living in there. So the same thinking is, oh, these normal people's col uh, stool has the right ratio and mix. Let's put it in there and see if somehow that'll reset the people's colons because typically this bacteria only lives in the colon. And oddly enough, it's been shown to work. Now, it's still fairly new. I mean, it's being done in certain centers, and it's still there's no real standard of how to do it. Do they take actual poop? Do they, do they give it by enema? Do they give it by a colonoscopy? Believe it or not, they've even made some pill forms of it and that you swallow. Or, or if the person's really sick, they have a tube going through their nose down into their stomach and they put it that way. So there's no real standard, but it's being done now in places with some success of being able to cure these people's refractory to treatment, Clostridium difficile or C. diff. Wow. Yeah, it's I pretty wacky. I had no idea that was even a It's thing. wacky. I, I haven't seen it, but I have seen some patients who have had it. So you're feeling positive about this? Yeah, I, I mean, I think these are people who who are who can't get better. So I mean, okay. it's kind of you know, it started out as a last ditch effort. What else could work? And it's been shown to work. It's not that count common that people have C diff that doesn't get better. So it's not a common thing. I don't think it's going to stay a common thing. Now I know it's being tried for other colonic diseases too, um, but the big thing, the main thing is for C. diff that's just not getting better. Okay. Well, thanks for answering that question. There you go. Very interesting. And there you go. Gross anatomy. That is gross anatomy, that folks. Is, that is perfectly fitting for gross anatomy. Exactly. The interesting thing about, you know, one of the things I talk to about my patient, to, to my patients when I'm taking a history about their, you know, they come in with stomach issues and things like that and they tell about their diarrhea, I'll specifically say, very medically, I'll say, do you have stinky, yucky diarrhea? Because, you know, poop smells differently, you know, depending on what you're sick with. So some people have diarrhea and if it's just regular, typical, yucky diarrhea, you know, it just smells like poop. But C. diff has its own kind of smell, believe it or not. Like a lot of different diseases, a lot of bacterias have their own. And I think we may have touched upon in one of our podcasts. So C. diff itself also has a weird look, the diarrhea. It's more watery. And it has a weird, you know, particular yucky, foul smell. More foul than regular poop. And you would just be in pain. You would know to come to the doctor immediately. You may not be in pain. You may just be having di tons of diarrhea. Okay. It could be pain, could be pain and diarrhea. It's hard to say for sure. You're thinking about yourself. Is that why you're asking? No, I'm not. No, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about like, how would you know? I guess if you have yeah. diarrhea, like more than a few days, you're supposed to go right. to the doctor anyways. Pretty much. Yeah. Because okay. the risk is dehydration and, and right. then other stuff. And then could it be something more serious going on? Okay. Good to know. Um, so what are we doing today? Well, quickly, like basically we're getting some updates on some podcasts that we've done. Um, the college, we've done one on the college admission scandal with yes. Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin. And Felicity Huffman just got her sentence. She got 14 days, which a lot of people seemed upset about because they didn't think that was long enough. And apparently in a nice prison. Yeah. So she got that 14 days. I don't know if she's already locked up or what's happening. But um, that 
made you want to bring up something about your college class? Or what well, what it made about? me want to talk about a little bit, and, and it also a little bit about our plan topic today, too. What's our plan topic? Um, just the vaping. What's going on in the vaping world? There's yeah. e-cigarette emergency declarations. People are pulling them off the shelves. There's a lot of mysterious like lung disease outbreak. Yeah. So I, I just think the world we're living in is getting stranger and stranger and weirder I and agree. weirder. I agree. I feel like that all the time. And too. it's all related between the whole e-cigarette thing and kids and growing up today. You know, I was thinking this morning how, you know, on the one hand, I used to think kids have it easy today. Oh, kids have it so but Because of technology? Because of technology and easy access. But then on the other hand, because of technology and easy access... It almost seems like kids have it harder today. Mm-hmm. There's everything's out there so quickly. There's no like time and and there's you, you know with social media you're comparing yourself. There's stressors, there's pressures, you know, you see he gets into that college, he looks amazing, right. she looks great. And I think kind of it's all I mean, kind the of related. Suicide rate is on the rise, right. but for young people, so yeah. it has to be correlated somehow. And I think the whole e-cigarette thing that we're talking about and the college scandal it's it's all kind of related with just the stressors of life mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what got me thinking about everything and and we just started our pre-med program here that i run it just today was our uh, kickoff meeting for our fall session and you know the whole purpose of this program is to get kids who are interested in medicine either college or post kids the chance to shadow doctors and to kind of help them you know it builds their cv and and one of my kids just started with a, a new tutor and um and the whole the whole scandal about this woman trying to get her kids into college and what does that mean they start with a new tutor they have a tutor just to go get through medical school no, my kid? Yeah, what do you mean? No, oh, your pers- my kid, oh, one, of my, actual- one of my actual children. Oh, okay. I thought you just- meant one of like, the students no. you... Ex- no, no, I'm just thinking, you know, we just... One of my kids is taking chemistry and mm-hmm. having some trouble, so we just got her a tutor. And um, to some degree, that's cheating, right? I, I mean, you know, I was just thinking, it's, it's not, not cheating. cheating no, I not at all. I think it's good to but be But because aware- I can afford a tutor, exactly. do I have an edge? Am and I giving I my that- kid an edge? But and- I think that makes you a... A more decent person that you're you're even acknowledging that because I think some people don't realize like the privileges that they yeah are yeah and have. it is crazy though that someone would spend that much money to get their kid into a school yeah and by no means what you're doing is cheating you're no I know I know but I'm taking advantage but I'm trying to find advantages by right. getting a tutor you right. know so. Um, could you, could you as a parent kind of, I'm just playing devil's advocate, by right. no means do I think these people did anything right. non-criminal. They Should did criminal jail. stuff. Yeah. But, but, you know, as a parent, how far do you go to help your kid? You know, right. where, you know, um, you know, and, and, and I run this pre-med program and I know a lot of the kids are doing it to try to pad their CV a little bit, doing this to help get into med school. So, mm-hmm. and I know, you know, when, when people, you know, uh, when you look at a resume and everybody says, you know, everybody up codes their resume a little bit, Absolutely, you know, yeah. they make it sound, you know, they may have been there for two months. They'll say they were there for three months or right. they, or they were, you know, a research 
you know, Schmendrick, and they said I was a Schmendrick plus, you know, and and one of the points I was reading about um, in Vanity Fair, my favorite magazine, about the cheating scandal, is one of the one of the college people said. You know, if you get a C plus, try to argue, you know, sometimes you can argue your grade up to a B minus, you know, for a few points or do some extra credit. Is that legal or illegal? And mm. and I don't know, it just got me thinking about all of that as a parent and running this program and, and these kids trying to get into med school and I'm trying to help them get right. into med school and give them guidance and advice. And, and it leads me, so that's our topic is the whole e-cigarette thing. Mm. And you know, why are people smoking? Because they're stressed, because they can't get into school. You know what I, I mean? Is that it? So what's interesting is like these emergency declarations now for different states are banning these e-cigarettes. We talked about it months ago and how teens were were smoking them and your daughters were very aware of them and right. they were targeting, their ads were targeting teens. Right. So this is a problem that they've known about for a while, but I guess the mysterious lung disease or the outbreaks are now a reason where they can just pull it off the shelves right. by like emergency health declaration. And New York State? They, uh, yeah, Andrew Cuomo on Sunday announced a ban on all flavored e-cigarettes besides tobacco and menthol. So just the flavored ones? Right. And he, yeah, he said these are obviously targeted to young people, which we had already talked about, and highly effective at targeting young people. Um, and the rationale was that a, they're harmful, and B, they may lead to tobacco? Did, did they say what the rationale is? Is it both? He or said vaping it... was dangerous and that he was concerned fruit and candy-flavored e-cigarettes were leading young people to get hooked on nicotine. Right. And so the... an extra factor is New York State has had 64 cases of this lung disease linked to vaping. Huh. Of of nicotine or anything? No, just, just the e-cigarette vaping. I, I think it... That's some of the debate. That's what they're still trying to figure out, what exactly is causing this lung disease. Right. But it could be some um, vaping is using THC oil, so mm-hmm. I think that could be part of it. Right. But then some people that have it, I think, were not using THC oil. So that's How? what they're still like trying to determine what's happening. Yeah. How long have e-cigarettes in general been around? So their introduction to the market was in 2003. So 2003. And then by 2013, there were several million users globally and so then i think been, it's just progressed ever since then so e-cigarettes have been around since 2003 yes um so you know one thing we know is that basically our lungs are for breathing mm-hmm. you know that's pretty much what they should be used for the, the nice thing is is there's a big surface area and it absorbs stuff quickly but our lungs are made to breathe oxygen. That's the job of our lungs. So, you know, I remember, you know, they force us to do this fire class um, and just breathing in smoke, any kind of smoke is bad for you. Breathing in anything other than air is probably not good for you. Our lungs really shouldn't be breathing in things other than air. And Beside the fact that we don't know about um, the cancer-causing carcinogens in all of the different substances that we inhale whenever we're inhaling stuff, these e-cigarettes or, mm-hmm. you know, so the thinking is, is that the e-cigarettes have less carcinogens than smoking a regular cigarette. That, right. That's I think that's another reason they were sold 
they sold so well. It's right. Because people thought they were doing something okay. Right. It wasn't that bad. And and I think that may be true. I think that there are certainly yeah. less carcinogens, yes. but there still are carcinogens. We mm-hmm. just don't know which ones, and and it's still a very new product. So it's only been around for probably only 10 years popular, maybe 15 to 20 max, you know, so there's so much we don't know about, but we know that breathing in and inhaling these substances cannot be good for you. Right. But listening to the supporters of it, you know, the whole premise of e-cigarettes, at least in the beginning, was it's a good thing to get people off of cigarette smoking, right? Regular uh, tobacco smoking. Yes. That's kind of like the initial selling point of the e-cigarette. Right. And that may be true. Yes, but until this outbreak of severe lung disease started. Right. I mean, so now they have, the CDC reported a total of 380 confirmed and probable cases have been identified of this disease and seven deaths from it. But we have no idea what that's from. No. Right? Do they? The public health officials are taking steps to identify what's causing it, but... Uh, it, I guess it, healthy vape users develop pneumonia-like symptoms, and the results are still inconclusive. Right. Like, there's nothing still. They can't quite pinpoint it. And they think it could be from who knows what kind of chemical, you know, that the solution is bathed in. You know, that that's one question. Right. But the other thing that won't surprise me is if it turns out to be some kind of contaminant. Like, is there some kind of fungus or bacteria that we don't even know about? lurking in these devices you know they talk oh, about the whole yeah. CPAP machines how, I didn't even think about that yeah and I don't know if it's even been I haven't heard anything about that I yet I didn't read anything about that I mean they're still and like something. I remember when I was a kid there was the whole Legionnaires do you remember Legionnaires yeah. disease mm-hmm. and it turned out that it was in these vents and it was it, the bacteria the spores were in the air conditioning vents and that's what caused, that's why they even called it Legionnaire's disease. I, said, I think it was at like some Legionnaire, um, like a, there's a club or a committee or society called the Legionnaire Society. And I think all these people got sick at that. Oh, wow. And that's how, I could be totally making it up. You're going to have to fact check okay, it. Okay, I will. Um, but they all got um, sick at this meeting, the Legionnaire's troop or committee and mm-hmm. they found that it was from these inf- these um contaminated air conditioning ducts of this bacteria or whatever it was lurking there uh, yeah and that's what got everybody sick it could definitely be that another i think it's a fungal thing yeah another part of the problem is that it might be counterfeit vaping products right there was a new york times article just over the weekend called vaping bad where two wisconsin brothers the walter whites of thc oils um, apparently, Wisconsin officials are investigating whether an illegal THC-infused vape cartridge manufacturing <clears throat> operation, allegedly run by two brothers, I think they were, yeah, they were 20 and 23, um, are, are correlated with the deaths and lung illnesses across the country. And so they were arrested, and their home was raided. Uh, and they were filling these things themselves with yeah, stuff. yeah. Police say they seized about $1.5 million <clears throat> worth of drugs and 31,000 vape cartridges filled with a gram of liquid THC just and 57 mason jars filled with THC oil. So I don't know. Yeah. So it's going to give the whole cannabis industry mm-hmm. some trouble too. Yeah. So people are probably saying, oh, it's the cannabis. Yeah. And then the cartridges reportedly were wrapped in brightly colored wrappers to mimic candy. 
And the investigators only discovered them after parents of a high school boy, so young kid, was sold this vape cartridge. And his parents brought him to the police station to where they were able to find these these brothers. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there has been a death in Wisconsin too, which is, I guess, it could be directly related to them. So wow. they're trying to pinpoint that too on top of everything else. Hmm. Yeah, you know, there's nothing, I'm not claiming to have any medical knowledge of it, but it won't surprise me if it could be some weird contaminant, whether it's a cleaning product that they use or some right. weird alcohol or some kind of actual um, bacteria or fungus that either we do know or don't know yet that's living in there that somehow contaminated all these things that are causing these pneumonias. But people could get all different sorts of pneumonia, which is basically an infection in the lung. They could get it from a bacteria, from a virus, from a fungus, but then you could get it from a chemical uh, pneumonia or a burn pneumonia. So it's anything that irritates and inflames the lung. Um, so it's going to take some time to figure out exactly what the cause was. Was it a chemical? Was it was it just a smoke? Was it a fiery thing? You know, who mm-hmm. knows? Right. All yeah. those things are bad for the lungs, though. Yes. So I mean, this, so vaping this should, is this should help get people off of it. Yeah. I would think. I mean, this is pretty scary, though. Yeah. But all forms of smoking are bad because you're putting this stuff in your lung. It's heated up. That's not. We know that doing that to your lungs is bad. It doesn't matter what kind of substance you're putting in there. Now, is it making? But so is alcohol. You know right, what I mean? Right. So and alcohol is legal. And right. And alcohol is legal. Vaping is legal. Right. So, you know, most places. Should we be allowed to choose our poison? Right. I don't know. Well, that is the e-cig counter argument is that they think that adults should have the choice. Um, and it's for smokers looking for something that is less harmful than traditional cigarettes. Right. Don't buy from the Wisconsin brothers. <laughs> yes. Right. But the e-cig counter argument is they basically take a prohibition. Like, prohibition does not work. Like, it didn't work. Right. And they're saying the same thing is going to happen here. Yeah. But, I mean, it's already legal and these counterfeit operations are yeah. already happening. I don't know if they were just hitting, like, 16, 17-year-olds, yeah. like, people that weren't allowed to smoke. I didn't right. look into, like, the ages of everyone infected. Right. So I think there needs to be an age limit. But I think it kind of goes back to our last talk is we need to get into the schools and talk to the kids and educate the kids, but also not just educate them. We need to find them other safe outlets. Right. You know, that's the key. Um, but it is a shame that they're marketing to these kids and, you know, it'll be interesting to see. It, it, you know, it probably is going to be multifactorial. I don't th- I don't think they're going to come up with just one source of these infections. I well, think- now talking to you, it seems I can understand why it's, taking them a while to figure this out because it could just be multiple things just like you're saying totally because sucking stuff into our lungs that's not supposed to be there is bad right and is going to cause some harmful effects you know you know smokers get cop chronic obstructive pulmonary lung disease you know they they get develop emphysema and things like that because it's not natural to be breathing these substances into our lungs right so why do we do it why do we do it I don't know. I don't either. Me neither. Well, we can go on to a happier topic. Should we get to a happier topic? <laughs> the Emmys are this weekend, which is a little bit what are the Emmys? What are the Emmys? Because they were actually last Emmys, weekend, Emmys, what's too. that? <laughs> we talk about TV and entertainment yes, all the yes. time. You know what they are. The um, Emmys were last weekend? They split them up. So they have like the Creative, creative Arts Emmys were last weekend, where uh, they think they just do like... The not very big categories. Right, the not big celebrity ones. The only celebrities that won were, like, for guest actor and actress. and Who won? 
They were both from Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's why I brought it up. Oh, I thought you would be happy. Love that show. Yes. It was the guy that plays Lenny Bruce. Loved he him. was my favorite character. He was great. And then Oh, that's great that he won. Yeah. Loved him. Um and then Jane Lynch won for Oh um, right. She was she, good too. She was a yeah, Canadian yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, she was great also, but But he's great. He was great. He was great. So Luke Kirby, yeah, he's a big winner, Jane mm-hmm. Lynch. And then the Emmys um, this weekend, all of our Game of Thrones actors are pretty much nominated for every category. Is the one I hung out with in New York City? Yes. Sophie Turner? Sophie Turner is. She is Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. Who else is up for that? Lena Headey. Okay. Gwendolyn, I would give her. Gwendolyn Christie. Okay. Uh, Maisie Williams. Wow. So they're all up against each other. Is any non-Game of Thrones person up for it? Yeah, Fiona Shaw from Killing Eve, which I haven't Ooh, seen. She was great, too. And Julia Garner from Ozark, who's good in that show. That She plays the she blonde. She was great, yeah, too. Yeah, she was great, too. Wow, that's a lot of... Um, it's a really hard category. I don't know why they're all support... So, Amelia Clark got is the only one that is in the best wait, actress Wait, so who would you category. pick of all those people? I feel like... I I think I would actually pick Sophie Turner. Not just because you met her. Really? I, uh, because I hate she's to say I would strong. put her last. You What? I would put her last. I, I and think, then I think it's a tie. And then Maisie Williams, I feel like my favorite is Maisie Williams, but I think Lena Hadley probably had the most dramatic thing. So it would for me it would be a tie between those two. Then yeah, it would be Gwendolyn, great. and then it would be Sophie Turner. Oh really? Yeah. I just thought she had like. She but was... Sophie Turner is probably the popular choice. I feel like Maisie Williams is the popular Maisie choice. Williams, I think I would go with. But I wonder if they all, like, cancel each other out. Right. So it'll be Fiona Shaw or Julia Garner. I gotta tell you, I, I watched a lot of Killing Eve. I think Fiona Shaw is fantastic. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. she might be the winner. Sounds and like Julia like, Garner's great, too. Yeah, she is. I she don't know really... how people watch Ozark. I... You don't love Ozark? No, I do like it. Love. But I wonder if it's, like, popular oh, enough compared to Compared to Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, you hear a lot, pe- a lot Jason more people Bateman, talking about, like, great. Killing Eve. yeah. So what are the other... Uh, so, Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama, there's Alfie Allen. You know, he played... He was great. He was great. Um, I never know how to say his name. Nicole Costerwaldo. Yeah, he's great too. I think I'd vote for him. Peter Dinklage. No, Peter Dinklage. Who else? He's won like twice. Right. Those are the like, Game of Thrones ones. And who else? So Michael Kelly, House of Cards, which I don't think will win. I don't watch. Chris Sullivan, This Is Us. I don't watch uh, that. That's a great... I haven't watched it, but that's... I watched the pilot. It was good. Giancarlo Esposito, who's great. He's oh, in he's Better great. Call Saul. Right. I don't really love that show. Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul. Wow. Is it, I mean, all categories wow, are pretty packed. Wow, that's pretty tight. The Better Call Saul guys. Wow. Yeah. I think it's either Peter Dinklage or Better Call Saul guy. I think it's Peter Dinklage, but I wanted to see Jamie Lannister win. I yeah, like to see but I think, I think Alfie... Probably of all the acting, probably the most. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this last season. But Giancarlo Esposito, he's amazing. He's great. Wow, that's going to be fun. I know it's packed. And then what are the other categories? Um, Best actor. Best actor in a drama or comedy? You want drama? Drama. Okay. So Kit Harington is the only lead actor from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Who's nominated for a drama series, and Amelia Clark is the only. Who's Kit Harrington up against? Um, Bob Odenkirk, Better mm-hmm. Call Saul, mm-hmm. Billy Porter, Pose. 
Milovintimilia, This Is Us. No. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Ooh, and Jason good. Bateman, Ozark. So I wow. Think, I think Kit so Harrington has it. So for me, it's either Kit or Jason. I, I love Jason Bateman. I, th- I do too. Yeah. I, so it's between those two. Yes. Agree. And then Best Actress, Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Which oh, Jodie Comer know. is amazing. She's the one who I mean People is amazing. People are talking about her a lot. She's amazing. Not the other Killing Eve person. Jodie Comer oh, that's is who fantastic. You're thinking of? Yeah. Oh, okay. And who else? Um, Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder. Right. Laura Lenny Ozark, who I thought was amazing. She was amazing. Yes. Who I definitely wouldn't mind seeing win. Mandy Moore, This Is Us, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Robin Wright, House of Cards. So I guess wow. the two main Killing Eve people are wow, up against each other. Wow, that's amazing. Good stuff. I know, so we'll see. Wow, what, what day is the Emmys? Sunday. Mm-hmm. Wow, guess what I'm not going to be doing? Watching the Emmys. Yeah, we'll not be watching the Emmys. <laughs> what are you going to be doing this weekend? I'm going down to San Diego. My wife's there for a dermatology conference, and I'm going to tag along as a plus one. Nice. Is that it for today? That's it for today. So, yeah, so it's important for all of you listeners to realize that we're here to entertain you and give you a little bit of some medical information and knowledge and just our personal opinions. We're not here to give you medical advice, and if you really want to know the answer, look it up on Wikipedia. No, go to your doctor or go to medical school. That is my recommendation. And so thanks for listening to us at Gross Anatomy. Please, please, please either email us or text us or like us or like us or give us questions on our Instagram. And there you go. Thanks for joining us on Gross Anatomy Podcast. Bye. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.